Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Amy Ravel, and Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024, the year of decluttering. Did you know it's the official year of decluttering? I mean, in my world, (laughs) it is. And I invite you to join me in the year of decluttering. I wonder what your year could look like if you set aside the year of decluttering just to simplify and live intentionally and purchase less and cull some things that you don't need. But that, that you know, join me if you want. But I want to um, just let you know that if your house is feeling a little bit full, a little bit cluttered, a little bit chaotic, a little bit disorganized, a little bit stressful, that's completely normal to start on the 1st of January and be feeling that because you've probably had a week or maybe you've been celebrating since before Christmas of Christmas parties and presents and food and extra things coming into your home and that is completely normal. Um, Every year I talk about the fact that in the top three New Year's resolutions, decluttering is always in the top three every year. And so that might be you. You may have just found the podcast today. And if so, welcome. Uh, I've got about 400 odd episodes that you can go back to and listen to at any point that you like. You can go back and listen based on rooms or how you're feeling or some um, hurdles that you're facing with your decluttering. But every Monday, I'm here to talk about decluttering. Sometimes it's just me. Sometimes I have a guest with me. And today is no different. We're going to talk a little bit today about incoming things into your home. And so what I expect is you will have had a lot of incoming over the last couple of weeks. And so I want to talk about like what are the categories of incoming? We're going to talk about replacing versus accumulating um, and what it looks like when items come into your home. So when things come into your home, which they inevitably do because we are 
consumers of things, of food, of clothes, of entertainment, of um, hospitality, of hobbies, of craft, of, you know, all, all types of things. We accumulate and that's normal. But what I want to um, talk about is when something's coming into your home, does it fall into the category of replacement or accumulation? And so what, let me define those for you so that you can have a think about it. A replacement is something has gone out and you are replacing it by bringing something in. So there's an exchange, something goes out, something comes in. So as an example, I know I've been talking for a couple of months about the fact that our microwave died and we haven't replaced it. Yesterday, we replaced the microwave. And so that microwave was a replacement. It was it was a, like an accumulation. It wasn't something new into my house. What it was is something died, something left, something got thrown in the bin and we replaced it. So think about if you break a pair of um, thongs or flip-flops and you replace them, that's replacement. So the old ones have gone and the new one comes in versus accumulation. Now think about accumulation in the sense that it is adding, it is additional or sometimes maybe even multiplying the possessions that you already have. And so with accumulation, there's not a natural exit point for anything that it is. Maybe you've got an upgrade, but sometimes you don't then get rid of the old thing. Or accumulation might be a hobby. So say you're really into fly fishing. A accumulation might be that you buy more flies or you might buy more things to make flies or you might buy lures or you know I'm so actually why did I pick fishing what do I know about fishing I should have picked something I know a little bit more about but even like if I think about my so I love drinking tea so if I think about my tea collection when I run out of peppermint tea and I buy a new packet or a new tin of tea that's replacement but when I go oh I was at my friend's house and they had one called I think the other one I saw the other day was called like Lovely Geisha or Gorgeous Geisha or something like that. I took a photo of it. And so when I'm next to T2, I will buy that and that will be an accumulate because it's not actually replacing something. So it might be a hobby or it might be a collection. A lot of collectors will do accumulation um, because you're wanting to collect a set or you're wanting to collect things to display or it brings you great joy. And so the accumulation could be hobbies or collection If you think about food, food is often a replacement. So you finish the apples and so you buy more apples. You run out of cheese and so you buy more cheese. And even if you're buying something before you've fully finished the old one, it's still a replacement. The idea of the thing that you're purchasing is it's consumable. So it comes in, you use it, it goes out, and then you replace it. And accumulation uh, is often where we get into trouble with clutter, (laughs) And what I want to talk to you today about is how to determine why you've accumulated something. Because it's well and fine for me to say, hey, replacing things is great and accumulating too much is going to end you up with overwhelm and clutter. So these are the questions that I want you to use as kind of a filter to um, yeah, ask yourself some things. So when you're accumulating, are you accumulating because it adds value? I'll go through these um, a little bit more once I've told you them. Are you accumulating because it makes your life easier? Are you accumulating because it brings you joy? One of the things I have accumulated in the last few years, actually I'll tell you about two things. 
One is I have accumulated an air fryer. Now, look, it's probably three or four years now, but it was an accumulation. So I didn't have anything that did that function of air frying. I had an oven, but it took too long and it was it took ages to heat up. So it was an accumulation. Did it add value? 100%. Because at the time my children were younger and they weren't allowed to use the stove on their own, but the air fryer is much less risky. Yes, you can still burn yourself, but you're probably not going to burn the house down. And so it added value. It made life easier, 100%. Did it bring me joy? Mm, Look, eating crispy potato always brings me joy. So I think it ticks that box as well. So another thing that I've accumulated over the last couple of years is houseplants. Probably it's been four years since I've been a houseplant mama. And it was no replacement. So I never had houseplants before. And now I would have, I don't know, 30, 40? No, probably not 50, but a lot. And so... It's an accumulation. Does it add value? Yeah, it brings me a lot of joy and it adds value to my enjoyment of being in my space. Does it make life easier? No, but it makes it more enjoyable. And so that's why that accumulation is happening. Another area that um, has accumulated, and this is a a different one, but I've accumulated much more dresses in the last probably two years than I've ever had. I've probably got six or seven dresses now. But what, so the accumulation is in dresses because I didn't have any before, but it also has replaced something because I've got a lot less pants and skirts. And so, yes, I'm accumulating, but it's replacing something different, which I really like. And so then when you're accumulating, think about like, am I accumulating by choice, by obligation or mindlessly? So by choice, am I accum- I'm out at the shops and I see something I think I would like to add that to my life. Okay, that's by choice. So you are looking at it and you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to bring that into my home because I want to. And there may not be something that needs to go out, but I'm going to bring it in by choice. Now, obligation. Let's talk obligation because there are so many things in all of our houses that have arrived there by obligation in the last couple of weeks. It might be a KK present that you don't actually love or use or need or have any, you know, any desire to keep. It might be obligation that someone's bought your kids either a stack of presents or maybe presents that is not really what you would choose to have in your home. Maybe it's that someone that you love gave you something and you're keeping something by obligation. So you're keeping it because somebody else made the decision that you were going to acquire it. Now you have the choice. You can keep it or you can donate it or you can re-gift it or you can sell it or you can do whatever you like with it. But really it came into your house by obligation. And the other one is around mindlessly purchasing. And look, I'm not a massive mindless purchaser. Sometimes if I've got insomnia, I can uh, fall victim to a shiny Instagram ad and do a little bit of... Uh, nighttime scroll doom buying but mostly what we want to do in our homes is have things come come in by choice we want to reduce the things coming in by obligation we want to reduce the things coming in mindlessly and we want to bring in things by choice so now I'm working back we want it to be by choice and then we want it to add value or bring joy or make life easier so it's ticking those boxes And are we accumulating it for a hobby? Are we accumulating it to use? Are we accumulating it for a collection? Why are we adding? And is it appropriate to actually use it to replace something? 
So are you buying more, let me think of an example, you're buying more cushions and it really is time for some of the old ones to go or you're buying new bedding and it's time for some old ones to go or you've bought new bikes for the kids and even though you're tempted to keep the old ones, really it just needs to be a replacement, not an accumulation. And the benefits, so we've kind of gone through of like what category is it why do you have it and, you know, choice, obligation or mindlessness and we've worked our way back. And then what I really want to do is encourage you to think about, is there something I could declutter as a result of now having this item? So if I think about, okay, I bought a dress. Now, even though it may not be to replace something, is there something that I'm now probably not going to wear anymore because I now have this item? Am I realistically not going to use a a hair straightener if I've just got a Fandangle, Dyson, straighter, curler, defrizzer, you know, all of that. I I clearly don't use a hairdryer. Again, I'm picking weird examples today because I don't use a hairdryer. But with the thing that you buy, is there in your mind something that can be decluttered as a result? And so that's my challenge for you. Are you replacing something or are you accumulating something? And if you are accumulating, make it intentional, be wise about it. And also then question, can you turn an accumulation into a replacement in a different category maybe? So I hope that's really helpful. I hope that helps you to start out the year um, with that in mind. I was talking to Sol, who's my assistant, um, and she lives in the Philippines, and we were chatting this week. And she was saying that it's a big tradition and a cultural thing in the Philippines that between Christmas and New Year, you clean your house top to bottom, you declutter, you get rid of things and you start the year fresh. And I was joking with her and saying, I feel like in Australia and and in some of the, like the US and Europe and actually we almost do it the other way around. We end up on the 1st of January going, oh my gosh, I've got so much stuff. The house is disgusting. Like everything's out of control. So I'm going to encourage you from today turn over a new leaf, start a new way of living in your home, declutter, declutter, declutter. You can clean better when you've decluttered. You can think better. You can be more creative. You can cook better. You can enjoy and be hospitable and do all the things. And so that's my challenge for you. This year can be the year of decluttering um, and a year of being intentional in how we accumulate. Thank you for being with me today. I really look forward to speaking to you again soon. And until then, enjoy the freedom. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search The Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.